Let's go back to uh, Professor David Bailey from Birmingham Business School, uh, where he specialises in UK car manufacturing. The story, for those of you who weren't following it earlier, is that the chief executive of PSA, which is the company that runs Vauxhall, the Vauxhall car plants, not least in Ellesmere Port, but also in Luton, has said that they may have to close down, or possibly they could decide to close down the Ellesmere Port plant in the face of a no-deal Brexit. And, Professor, you were saying that the uh, the fortunes of the British car industry have been uh, influenced by us leaving the European Union and that the uh, there's a lack of investment as a result of people not knowing what the outcome of that will be. What about Brexit without a deal in itself? In which way has that affected uh, car sales or car manufacturing? Well, Sure. The, the uncertainty has already had an impact on economic growth and therefore on car sales. So there's already been an impact of the uncertainty. In the event of no deal, I think the car industry is really afraid of that because a no deal would mean disruptions to uh, customs. So it means running those just-in-time systems where many, many components are brought in and out of the country very frequently just as they are needed. It becomes very difficult. Firms would then have to stockpile components. That becomes very expensive indeed. It makes the UK less attractive place to invest. And also tariff barriers would mean uh, tariffs of up to 10% on imports and exports of cars. So exports of cars from the UK would be affected. Estimates of the impact of no deal would be you know, over 10% of output being affected in the first year reduction. And then longer term, if decisions went against the UK as to where models would be placed, possibly a reduction of another half a million by the end of the 2020s. So the stakes are extremely high for the car industry. No deal would have a big impact. And is that for all car manufacturers? Are there some car manufacturers that might be able to buck the trend? I think the uh, sort of luxury end of things and the premium end, they've got a higher margin to play with. And made in Britain still counts for something. So if you're you know, you're buying a very high-end Range Rover or a Bentley or a Rolls-Royce, then the sort of the Britishness of it, even if they're foreign-owned, is still very important. But for the mass industry, that isn't the case. And we've seen companies like Ford over many years shift production from the UK to other parts of the EU. And Peugeot did this previously as well. So let's be clear, Peugeot is not bluffing. It shifted production from the UK to Slovakia back in, back in 2007. But we do know that... The government is keen to, or in the past at least, has been keen to offer incentives for car manufacturers uh, to withstand the impact of uh, Brexit deal. We saw that with Nissan at least in Sunderland, even though the people of Sunderland voted to leave the European Union. Within sort of days of that, if not weeks of that, the Nissan car plant there, which is an important industry, obviously, for that part of the northeast, um, decided that, or at least mooted, that it might have to move to Spain to manufacture its cars. And within days or weeks, they had a, some kind of a sweetener from the government as a result of that. Can we, can we always... Well, how do we know if politics has been played here or not? Well, certainly car companies will try to seek subsidies from government. That's absolutely clear. So the investment that was announced recently by Jaguar Land Rover in Castle Bromwich in Birmingham to make electric cars, you know, a few days later we found out the government had given them a £500 million loan guarantee. I suspect the two were linked. However, bear in mind that companies can threaten to do that because they are ultimately footloose. They can shift production elsewhere. I'm speaking to you from Australia, where in recent years, the entire car industry has disappeared. You know, go back to the 1970s, it was a top 10 car producer in the world. 
Toyota, Mitsubishi, uh, General Motors, uh, Ford, they've all gone. The entire industry has moved. So I'm not saying the entire industry in the UK will go, but in the event of a no deal, I think we will lose a lot of production and with it, good quality jobs. Now, the industry can avoid that. If we have a managed deal where we stay inside a customs union, tariffs are avoided, I think the industry in the UK can still flourish. It can, but the the car manufacturers will still know how sensitive the issue of losing car production in the UK is in light of Brexit, won't they? They'll, they'll still have that to play with, as it were. Certainly, I mean, the, the argument about Peugeot is that they were holding a gun to the head of the government. So they're basically saying, look, um, you know, you need to avoid no deal. No doubt they will try and screw as much subsidy out of the, the government as possible. Multinational firms do that. When other companies launch new models, they decide where to make them. Workers, management, uh, governments have to compete to attract that investment. We've been very successful at attracting investment in the UK, but largely because we've been inside the single market. So companies have located production in the UK to serve that single market in Europe. Once we're outside, it becomes a lot more difficult. And I think it would be a great tragedy if that investment at Vauxhall at Ellesmere Port was lost because workers and management there and unions have pulled out all the stops to work very flexibly to get costs down, to make that an attractive place to invest. Now, that could be blown away effectively, I think, by no deal introducing lots of barriers and making it much more difficult to produce in the UK. But only a month ago, the PSA Group first unveiled its plans for the next generation of Vauxhall Astros, didn't it? And they would be built in Ellesmere Port when it unveiled its plans. What's changed in that month? Well, firstly, they were very clear at saying uh, they would only invest there if no deal was avoided. So they were quite explicit. No deal meant no investment. What, of course, has happened since then is Boris Johnson is prime minister. No deal preparation has been turbocharged. And Peugeot are increasingly worried that we are heading towards a no deal scenario. So they're putting down a very clear marker. No deal means that basically they're off. Well, can you tell us about this Ellesmere port plant. Which cars are manufactured there, apart from the Astra? Well, it's, it's basically the Astra. It's dependent on, it's a one-model plant, and it, um, it makes the Astra. What would be interesting is if, if somehow the investment does go ahead, whether Peugeot decides to produce different models off the same underpinning platform, uh, the, the technology that goes underneath the car. I could imagine that they, they try and produce different models off the same platform of the car in the future. But at the moment, there are about a 1,000 workers there. They make the Astra model there. The company had been shedding workers at the plant. So there have been about 750, 800 job losses over the last year to, to make it competitive to bid for the new contract. So if they, the investment does go ahead, I think there will be extra jobs there and also in the supply chain. Having said all of that, that plant is vulnerable because over 70% of the components going into the car are imported, so they could be affected by customs delays. And imported from Europe? Of the cars, they're mainly from Europe, that's yeah. right. And over 70% of the cars made are exported to Europe. So it is a really vulnerable plant. I always thought it was the most vulnerable plant to a no-deal Brexit, and that's why this is such a critical moment. Do you think that the unions will be able to fight tooth and nail to save it? Well, the unions have already worked extremely hard with workers to work very flexibly. So part of the investment has been linked to a flexibility deal with workers to get costs down. So they've, they've already done their job. They've won the investment with management at their plant. The decision now is effectively out of their hands because this comes down to what form of Brexit we are going to see. 
If we have a managed Brexit where we stay inside the customs union, avoid tariff barriers, that plan can be saved. In the event of no deal, I think it's a goner. It is a time of change for the car industry, isn't it? As a lot of car manufacturers decide that electric cars are the way forward. Just globally, is the car industry globally in a state of flux at the moment? Very much so. So we're going to see more change in the car industry over the next 10 or 15 years than in the the previous 100 years. There will be a shift towards electric cars, increasingly autonomous or driverless cars and connected cars. So huge investment is needed by the car companies to make that happen and do the research and development at a time when some of the big markets in North America, Europe and China are stagnant or declining. So they're under really big pressure, the car companies, given that. And it's a great shame, I think, that at this moment where the industry is transforming, the UK, because I think partly of the Brexit uncertainty, isn't putting itself forward in the best possible light to win that investment in new technologies. And the danger is the longer this uncertainty goes on, or if we have a no deal, we'll lose that investment in new technologies and the new jobs of the future. Can America be a market that we could consider? We know that the Prime Minister's had conversations with the President of the United States about all the big deals that could be had from the United Kingdom. Do car, does car manufacturing come within those big deals? Is it a market for us? It is a market, but it isn't going to replace the market that we could, or part of the market that we could lose if... Uh, in the event of no deal, barriers go up with the EU. So over 50% of the cars that are exported to the UK go to the European Union. Remember the Japanese plants in particular, Honda, Nissan, Toyota, came to the UK to serve the single market. So a free trade deal between the UK and the US may well benefit the likes of Jaguar Land Rover. They could sell more cars into the US. Um, But I can't see the Japanese producers here, for example, or even the likes of uh, Vauxhall and Peugeot selling cars into the US from the UK. The Japanese have plants in North America, for example. Um, what might happen is the likes of Peugeot produced in the UK, not only for the UK, but right-hand drive markets around the world. That in turn would require trade deals with countries like Japan and South Africa. But it, 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 the government will have to work with car companies to think about what their strategies are in the future to see how we can encourage them to invest in the UK if we want the car industry. One of the advocates of uh, of Brexit, Patrick Minford, the sort of economist for free trade, said in the event of Brexit, we would have to run the industry down. Now, I think he's right in the sense if we have a hard Brexit, a no-deal Brexit, that may be the case. And I'm worried about that because the industry supplies good quality jobs for a lot of people. Professor, thank you. Appreciate that. Professor David Brady there from Birmingham Business School.